thinking about performance, which is what we're talking about this month, and the definitions of performance, which we'll talk about in a second as well, has invigorated me because oftentimes in work and my professional life, I'm thinking about high performance and what we can do at a higher level, not just performance itself, but also higher performance. I agree. I was just thinking we should start our podcast sometimes by saying, hi, welcome to our streaking podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> just in case people don't know who we are. I just started on the conversation. Which is great. <laughs> hi, fellow streakers. How are you? It is good to be with you today. Welcome to our podcast. Now we can start talking. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Performance. As we look at performance, so what do you have as the definitions of performance I love there? this. So this is the Webster, Merriam-Webster Dictionary.com, because I don't actually look it up in a paper dictionary anymore. Does anybody? I have one on my shelf downstairs in my office that says Merriam-Webster Dictionary. I haven't cracked it open in probably five years. I don't know when the last, actually, Me I don't either. know. So. Maybe I cracked it open to move it, but that's otherwise it's just an ornament on my shelf. So this is the Merriam-Webster Dictionary.com online. Definition of performance. The execution of an action or something accomplished, a deed or a feat. The second definition is the fulfillment of a claim, a promise, or a request. So implementation. The third one is performance like a play, the action of representing character in a play. And then the fourth one, the ability to perform or efficiency. One of the definitions that you read there as far as the fulfillment of a Claim, promise, or request. I wanted to go, that one stuck out to me for just a second because in the laws of streaking, as we talk about doing something laughably simple, an action that's laughably simple, record that you did it, and then uh, create a community around it, what you're, you're, you're setting up this process to win. And what I'm looking at is to keep a promise to yourself. That's what I was going to say too. You, you, within the methodology, you are creating the ability to fulfill promises mm -hmm. so to yourself. Yeah. So there's there's two areas that I wanted to broach with you and discuss further with you. The other day I was out on my run and as I was running, and this, this was one that uh, you weren't with me on. I wasn't with you on. As I was running, I was thinking about the one of the OG streaks, the original gangster streak that set it out, that broke out, and that was flossing my teeth. I mean, we went from, you know, having a streak of running 300 or so days. And if you haven't, if you're new to the show, welcome. We're glad to have you. Uh, we talk about this in the book as far as where this all started. We talk about our streaking journey. And I was thinking about the whole journey of going from flossing, now flossing my teeth and looking at flossing my teeth as far as, is it is it something that's a habit? Yeah, you came home and you asked yourself, you're like, I've been doing this for... I'll tell you right now. She's waiting for me to look on my app as far as how many days. Floss at least two times daily. You ready? 1,945 days in a row. 1,945 days. So that's years. Yeah, it's been over five years now. Lost, and yeah. you know... I just I want to take a break for a second and say, you know that you have flossed twice a day, mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. That So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. So what you were I asking. I'm excited about that because I hate flossing still today. I don't like it. Well, <laughs> it's not something that I look forward to. The thing that is great is that 
you know that you're doing something to take care of your teeth. Mm-hmm. That that does a lot for us when we know that there's a problem in our life and you know that you're doing something every day to address that problem. Which is why I like that definition, keep a promise or a claim to yourself. To yourself. And I know that I keep this promise or claim to myself. In fact, so I have to amazing... mark that, hold on. Oh, I did one time today already. So <laughs> It's amazing to me the, and I don't know if an ancillary benefit is the is powerful enough to say what happens. So the action is flossing your teeth. But is that the promise you're keeping to yourself or is there an additional promise in that in the sense that you're flossing your teeth, which is to helping take care of the periodontal disease, but even more so you're creating this belief inside of yourself that you will do these things. That you can do it, that, that you, you will do, do it. it. Yeah. And and what does that, that do for a person when you walk out the door? I mean, so when you go to the dentist, you can feel different mm-hmm. about who you are as a person. Yeah. You can look at it and be like, I'm paying you because you think my teeth are important. But you know what? I think my teeth are important too. (laughs) So important that I've made a streak streak. to floss them every single day. Like you said, though, it's not just the flossing of the teeth. It's the ancillary benefits that surround that as far as keeping a promise to myself. The opportunity to reduce heart disease. I've heard that periodontal disease... you know, is related to heart disease. The, uh, the, and then the other things that come along with that in the sense that, well, if I can do this, exactly, I can do something else as well. Okay, so back to story at hand. I'm running along. I'm thinking about this. And I'm thinking because one of the things that we contend quite a bit is, you know, and I've seen and I look up high-performance habits. And I thought about, you know, what, is it, what does that mean, a high-performance habit? Because the definition of a habit just to be very clear on this, is two things, something you do repeatedly and something that will become automatic or that is automatically done without a lot of thinking. That's, that's the habit. And what I, what I contend and you contend and all you fellow streakers, you know this, that habits are not the, the greatest tool for growth. But I, but I question that all the time. I'm asking it because there's so many so books that are written, much so written. much out there. that And the that's verbiage a, that's used the all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. it just became a habit. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Does that mean you're doing it automatically and you don't even have to think about it anymore? So I was, Or does that just mean that you do it a lot? Exactly. So that's what I was thinking as far as if, if, if I brushed my teeth and just went to bed without a streak, would it bother me? Would, would I be bothered enough to get back up and to do it because it's now a habit? And the answer is no. I could still, I could still to this day, even after 1,945 days. So it's the streak that keeps you doing it. It is the streak that keeps me doing it. And, and, and the promise that I now keep to myself mm-hmm. and everything else. So, so here was the, here was the process. I, I did think though, that to give habits a little credit in that. Whoa. Oh, I know. You're going to give habits some credit. Okay. I got to hear this. What credit are you giving a habit? That there are some times where a habit does fall out of a streak. Okay. I don't think about, for example, when I start flossing, how I floss or that I'm doing it in the right way or that I've got, it's it's pretty programmed in as far as the quality of that. Well, and I think you were even saying a little bit on your run that when you're at home and you have your routine in place and your floss is right there, 
Have you reached a point that you kind of reach for that floss without thinking about it? No, I still think about it every you single time. I still think about it. Beca- and I think it's the streak because it's conscious. Yes. I, I, I look at the floss and I think, all right, keeping the streak alive because I want it to be alive. Mm-hmm. I want it to be there. That, but however, so, so, this is, so this is where it got, where I got to as I was thinking about it is all because you said something important as well that you get into the routine. Now, mm-hmm. routine is greatly influenced by environment. If I if my environment stays the same, a routine, a routine is, routine is very dependent helpful. upon the environment. Okay, but this is what I was thinking. A routine and a habit fall out of a streak. Hmm. So this was the the catchphrase. Are you ready for it? Start with a streak. In your professional, personal performance improvement, always start with a streak. I thought about it also in relation to my goals. Start with a streak because I can build on a streak to get to a goal. The, I Go the, ahead. The beautiful thing about what you're saying is that because the methodology is make it laughably simple, you can start today. Right now. Right now. It doesn't require a right huge amount. Right from this amount. podcast, you look at what it is you want to do and, wh- and, and what you feel you should be doing or want to be doing. Set something laughably simple. Start keeping track that you're doing it. Create some type of a community around it and you can start doing it today. No problem. So taking back to the, to the flossing example. So you've been doing it for five years. You still wouldn't call it a habit. In the sense of doing it without thinking about it, it mm-hmm. would fit into the definition of something that you do repeatedly, mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. But repeatedly, and this is part of what we've have have kind of brought to light and fought against, is this idea that if you do it repeatedly, it will turn into something automatic that you don't have to think about, which is not true. And so with this, what you're saying is that because I've started with a streak... I now do have in place a routine. Mm-hmm. I have a specific, specific routine of, and I would say the same of a lot of my streaks. I have a routine, have a routine. that is centered around how I do my so streaks. So the routine supports your streak. But the routine streak. supports the streak, not, not the other way not around. Not the other way. I started with a streak. And out of that streak, routines have developed. Yes. But my streak cannot be dependent upon the routine. Because routines get disrupted. Routines can have, our, our, the definition of a routine is that it's dependent um, on your environment. Right. That's what you do to develop a routine is you look at your environment and think, how can I set up my environment so that I can have this routine? And so if you start with a streak, then your routine starts to develop there. You start with the thing that you want to be doing consistently on a regular basis because you want to perform that thing. And what I would say is perform and progress on that thing at a higher level. That's where you start with a streak. And this is what hit me. on It just came to me because the other thing I thought about a habit, is it possible that a streak does, that, that a habit falls out of a streak in the sense that something that you are consciously streaking on actually does become automatic? And I would say yes, that there probably are people out there who have in them this gene, this habit gene, where something does become automatic. And it may be something significant to their growth. However, what I, what I would suggest is that that's relatively rare. It's rare that, that I would get to that level. Most of the time when I'm looking at progress and performance, it is a conscious effort. And if it's not conscious, then I'm 
I'm not progressing in that area. I forget about it. Right. I would agree. I'm thinking as you're talking, I'm going through my streaks in my head and thinking to myself, could I say any of them are a habit? And I can't. I can't say that for me personally, well, and would any you want of them to be a would habit? be something that I do automatically without thinking about it. Yeah. Would I want it to be a habit? That's a good question. I think that there's something that appeals to us that we'd love for the, for good behavior or good things to just be automatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- then I don't have to think. And you're just going to be successful from here on out because you don't have to think about it. Right. And I think that that's the hoax. Right. That's the lie. That's the illusion. That's the house of cards that comes up because then if I can get it to be automatic, I don't have to think about it anymore. And therefore, I can go on doing other things with my life and not think about my own personal growth and progress. Right. Performing at a higher level. But it's not it's not going to happen. So the other so is that thing, disappointing? I yes. mean, is that, is that like a... I think it bummer. is on some level because I think what we want to do is have our list of things that we want to become and we put a good amount of effort into it and we check that box and we're like, all right, now I don't have to think about it. It'll go on autopilot so I can move on to the next thing that I need to add and this thing that I worked on will just keep on going. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's not true. So did we tell the story about Bowen? So No, I don't think we did. If we did, it was in our streaking meeting, but not on the podcast yet. This was great. leaned up... (laughs) This so is funny. We're, we're sitting, we were actually sitting in church and my son leaned back to me. He was sitting in the row in front of us and he leaned back to me and he was very proud of this. He said, mom, it's been a couple days since I brushed my teeth, but I want you to know I did it twice and for a really long time in the shower today. <laughs> and I love you, Bowen. I know. I was like, that's great that you, but that is what Didn't he though just perfectly encapsulate what all of us feel. Yes. Oh, you know what? I haven't I been haven't exercising for a for... long time. Therefore, I'm going to exercise for three hours today. And just make up for and all that lost time. For all that lost time. It just doesn't work that way. It's like what Lily said to us. She realized that to be flexible, you have to be stretching every single day. Every single and day. that if you're not stretching every single day, you can't do it in a four hour burst. Nope. And have it stay. It right. just doesn't work that way. There if, are things that just require daily attention. I would suggest that it's not just things, it's everything that you want to get better at or perform at a certain level. It requires that level of consciousness. And what happens is we talk ourselves out of it because we think that the quality of the performance always needs to be off the charts high. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, what the performance needs to be is consistent. And from that consistency, now I start to build to a higher level or to progress. Let me put it that way. From that consistency, I start to progress and I can get higher quality on days. But I think that um, who was I listening to? I was listening to someone talk about the top, uh, you know, 1% of income earners in the world. And as they were talking about the 1% of income earners in the world, they said, now, do you think that's a static number? I remember you, you remember this? about this. Yes. It, it, in other words, in other words, is it a set there, group of people? Yeah. Once you're there, you you're, are in the now, top you're in the top 1%. You're in the 1% club. No. No. You go in and out of it. 
and that, that and it changes those people whoever's in that one percent top earning is changing and fluctuating all the time all the it's time different people now That's in it. in the news we hear about people that are in there because they've made so many hundreds of billions of dollars right. that they're in the top point oh one one or the point oh 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 one percent right but at the top one percent of that is people are going in, in and out of it all the time and why because people lose track of what it is that they, that got them there or they're risking something or they're you know not paying attention enough to stay in it i think because that performance changes yeah. it fluctuates that's where the power of when when you look at something with a streak the streak is where you start it's not where you're going to end it's where you start and the power comes that you can start with that today right now and so i i would love to explore this this concept of, so you start a streak and routines develop from this streak. What about goals? Can can goals? I think goals are built on streaks. I think that you start with a streak and that, because here's here's what I see with a goal. And by the way, I, I mean, this is something I've invested time, energy, and effort in for the last 10 years with the four disciplines of execution. It's all about goal setting mm-hmm. and what wildly important goals. That discipline number one is focus on the wildly important. And this is Franklin Covey's methodology. And and Chris McChesney is the one that wrote the book along with Jim Hewling, who both people we absolutely love. We got to have we, you know what? We got to get Chris on the show. We got to get Chris and Jim on the show. That would be fun. That would be a blast. We're going to do that. I, I'm going to ask Chris to be on the show with us. Um, <laughs> Jamie's that'll be awesome like, I know <laughs> and Jim we, we were on Jim's show and I'd love to have him on because those th- those two are just phenomenal individuals and speaking of setting goals they have dedicated their lives to understanding how an organization can set and accomplish a goal and what I see is that discipline number two is acting on lead measures and what lead measures are are the high are the behaviors that you perform at a high level. Mm -hmm. And what you're trying to do is get those behaviors in an organization to be something that sticks around. It stays there. In fact, this was one of the very early germinations of streaking is when I was thinking about lead measures. I was thinking, how do you keep a lead measure alive? And And we hadn't even come up with the verbiage yet or understood what streaking was. And I was thinking, there's got to be a way to sustain this. In fact, many organizational leaders ask, how do you sustain this behavior? How do you sustain this performance? And that's where the streak comes in. And when you, so so can, can a streak fall out of a goal is kind of a thing. And I don't think it does. It, it's, it's deliberately you set up a streak to get the goal because that's what lead measures are. Lead measures are the high are the behaviors that you perform at a high level in order to get the goal. Mm-hmm. And so you build on the foundation of a streak. So start with a streak. Start with a streak. Start with a streak. So if you have something that you've been thinking about that you wanted to set as a goal, could you could you start as a streak? Could you look at it and say, what's the laughably simple thing that I could do to start a streak around this? And, and try it for 100 days before you set a goal? Is that kind of what you're thinking? or I think even with that is one more step, which is why I want to go for that goal. What is it about that that I want to do? Um, it's, it's easy to see. That, so let, let's take, so we're going to go out of physical activity and let's go into, um, like, for example, writing the book. 
Mm-hmm. I have a goal to write a book. Right. Okay, why do I want to write that book? You know, what is it that's in me that I want to write that book? Now, that can help me to move along. I want to communicate an idea. I want to be a person that communicates ideas to the universe. Right. That may be your B statement. And now to write a book, I need to be writing. And so what's the behavior? What do I need to perform at a regular basis? Well, I need to be writing. So what's my streak? My streak is write at least one sentence daily. And if I'm writing at least one sentence daily, that is the foundation, that consistent foundation on which I will build to get to my goal. To get to your goal. So I think about my streaks. We talked on the last podcast about my journal writing streak. I never set a goal to fill a journal. But because of my streaks, I have a performance. I mean, I can look at it and say, I have filled this many You've journals. been performing and I've at a high level. At a high level. I think about my geography streak. Now that one, I do feel like I did have a goal. It's a little embarrassing, but I wanted to know the 50 states. Like know them, not just... Like if I say Connecticut, you know the surrounding states. I wanted states. to know, yes, where it was, what surrounded it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know that. Just have it right there. That right. was my goal. It's been interesting because I started with a streak and I have reached that goal. I I know the 50 states. Not only the 50 states, but what else do you know? So I've progressed to the other places, but the thing that the I've, nations of the world, countries. I mean, you know Latin learning. America. You know, you know. I know uh, Asia, Asia, Europe, Europe South America, South America. T- tackling Africa right now. The other day, we were you were reading something to me, and it was something in the Middle East that they had mentioned a country, and you're like, I know where that is. Yes. I mean, kind of a little smug. You had um, a little, you had a little bit of arrogance going on about that. That is one of my streaks that I am most proud of because it's one of the streaks that I was most insecure about in life. I don't know why. But for some reason, not knowing where things was, were, were <laughs> not where those things was, was. <laughs> not knowing where things were contributed to me not feeling intelligent. And so for whatever reason, knowing where something is helps me feel intelligent. The thing that I was going to say. So that it does something inside of you. That's where we talked about with June Converse, what she had mentioned as far as the impervious self-worth. Yes. The impervious self, which is a bold claim and it's true. I mean, your work, your the way you feel about yourself and why? Because it's this definition of performance. You are executing, you are able to implement the things that you've wanted to do and you are keeping promises to yourself. And and the power of that is significant. I'm pausing right here because, again, I've been inspired by you and inspired by what it is that we're talking about. If you um, would like to learn more, you know, obviously you've got the podcast, but follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Pinterest. Also LinkedIn. You can, you can, we'd love to link up with you and LinkedIn and you can go to our website, streakingmastery.com or there's always emailing us. We're going to talk more about performance. Uh, throughout this entire month. And I'm, I'm really excited about the topic because the next one I want to talk about is set a streak, don't go for a peak. So there's another one that we'll talk about. Until that time, um, you know, feel free, email us, Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com. Or Jamie, J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com. Or go to our website, www.streakingmastery.com. You can also download the app and become a friend. Friend us on our Friend app. us on the app. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's a streaking app at Google Play or at the Apple App Store. Well, until next time. Keep streaking. Keep streaking.